Hi everyone, hope you're well and welcome to the UK Sports Chat podcast. On today's episode, I am speaking with Tim Boot. Tim is the founder of Protein Rebel, a new nutrition company who uniquely use crickets as their source of protein. I find this a very interesting chat. I hope you do too. And uh, have, have, enjoy the rest of your week. Have a good week and weekend and see you on next week's podcast. Welcome, Tim. Hello, Joe. How are you? All right, thanks. Uh, it's really nice to be here. Good, good. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming on the UK Run Chat podcast. And thank you for, um, you, we were running a competition at the moment and you'll be on the hour on Sunday as well, won't you? Yes, we will. Yeah, looking forward to that, you know, getting to interact with people and hearing what people have got to say about our new products. Good. Yeah. Okay. So um, before we talk about protein, level, tell us a bit about you and um, specifically your your uh, interest in running, cycling. That kind yeah, of thing, sure. Um, well, for, for a long time when I was younger, I used to do lots of mountain biking. Uh, I really loved the adrenaline of doing that. Um, I wasn't particularly good at it, but uh, yeah, did my best. Um, and then I had a you know a nasty fall like lots of mountain bikers do, um, broke my collarbone, you know got a piece of metal put in there and all that sort of stuff. And uh, to be honest, after that, mountain biking was never quite the same for me after that. Um, and you know things kind of moved on, got a bit older, got family, um, and started to do road biking. Um, I'm not really sure that's any safer actually. Uh, but, you know, I really enjoy that um, and I've got a good group of mates that I managed to get out um, and do road cycling with. But more yeah. recently, over the last couple of years, I've really been getting into running. So uh, a group of dads um, at the local primary school where my kids go um, and I, we started running um, two years ago to raise some money. Um, for charity and uh, we haven't really stopped since so we did our a marathon we've done a half marathon done lots of kind of 10k events we would have done more but the pandemic got in the way um, yeah. and uh, this year the plan is that we do the Chester triple so that's 10k half k and marathon and we're thinking about doing Snowden Marathon at the end of the year as well, if everything stays open. Great. And what, you do that as a group, do you? Yeah. Um, there's about, you know, there's a little WhatsApp group of us now. There's about um, 12 of us on it. Um, and we normally meet up at the weekend, Sunday mornings, uh, yeah. run locally. Um, and it's just, a, well, for us, it's really great just to get out and just talk bloke stuff. Um, yeah. you, know, you know that sort of feeling uh, and it's just great to, to combine that with running as well yeah great You've, I mean what you're describing is, is your own mini community isn't it your own, your mm. own mini community of runners which is, which is great um, that support makes a big, big difference doesn't it which marathon did you do uh, Chester yep Chester yeah great. yeah so, uh, I mean, that's local to where we live, you know, where I live. Um, so and it was a great one to start off with. Uh, 
utterly exhausting from my point of view. Um, so I was really chuffed just to get around. Uh, but some of the other guys in the groups, they did really well. Um, so yeah, I've got a lot to live up to. Yeah, I like Chester. It's um, it's a lovely place. But I, I've done the half. Mm. You start in um, you start in in the uh, horse track in the um. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and the finish on the half marathon was in is in the town centre, and you've got this steep hill you have to go up at the finish. Yeah. Really, <laughs> that is killer, isn't it? <laughs> good, good and proper. That finishes you off, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. uh, <laughs> I think someone really planned out with a sadistic mind. Yeah, yeah, they did. They were happy with that one. <laughs> um, so, so, so tell us, tell us about Protein Rebel and how and how that came about, please. Yeah, sure. Um, well, you know, the story started off uh, quite a few years ago, really, um, because as well as being into biking and running. Um, and kind of general outdoor stuff, you know, hiking, mountaineering, um, those sorts of things. I've really been interested in wildlife and conservation. So yeah. I did uh, um, a wildlife management uh, master's out in South Africa. And as part of that, um, I worked in a couple of national parks in Zambia. And yeah. Uh, it was there that I actually ate insects for the first time. Um, you know, they're part of the staple diet for uh, the people that live out there. Um, yeah. And we basically, they would catch caterpillars, uh, chippemies, and which these kind of yellow caterpillars, quite big, and then dry them in the sun. And then you would mix them up with various sauces and eat those. Um, yeah. The other thing that they used to do frequently was capture um, termites. So you know those kind of big termite mounds you often see on TV on the African plain, you know, the ones that really stick up tall. Yes. Um, so, you know, when it was a full moon, put a bucket of water out and then the termites would fly out of the mound, land in the water, get caught in the surface tension there. And you can mm -hmm. kind of put your, after about an hour or so, you can kind of put your hand in those. And it'd like be a waterfall of uh, termites uh, cascading through your hand. It was fantastic how many there were. We'd take those back um, to a hut um, and fry them up with some salt and pepper. Um, and they were just really tasty as a beer snack. Excellent. Um, and that, you know, that was kind of like 10 years ago now. Um, feels like a lifetime. And I never really thought it would be of any use or interest in, in the West. Um, but roll on, uh, you know, what feels like a whole lifetime, and things have changed quite a lot. So along with everyone else, you know, you can see some of the things that are happening to because of climate change, you know, the deforestation in the Amazon, the fires going on in Australia, and much closer to home, all the flooding that's happening. So. Yeah. You know, we're looking for sustainable protein solutions. Mm -hmm. Plus, um, from a, they are really nutritious. So they're actually kind of really built for athletes because they've got so many great vitamins and minerals as well as being high in protein. Um, so that kind of made me think, Right, well, probably there's kind of a, an opportunity here to combine 
both the things that I think are important um, around sustainability and nutrition um, mm -hmm. and develop a product. And that's what we did. We launched it um, five years, oh, five, it's not five years ago, five months ago now. Five months. Okay, cool. Well, I, I've, I've been to Kenya on safari. Yeah. And those termite mounds <laughs> are huge. They are, aren't they? They are massive. I mean, they're like six feet tall, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They're bigger than me, definitely. <laughs> I don't know if you, you can actually go down in them, and they're normally as high, um, go down as far as they go up. Um, yeah. So, yeah, into the ground, so you can crawl down into them if you really want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll leave that for a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, so um, I, I hear I hear your sustainable message. I mean, you mentioned floods. I, I live in Shropshire and Shrewsbury, and we we flood. I mean, we were flooded last week. Um, yeah. You know, and I, the town gets completely cut off except for one road. So. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, sadly, we live in a, a little village in Cheshire, and some houses are getting flooded here for the first time ever, and they've been there for a couple of hundred years. Yes. So things okay. are changing. Okay. So, so tell tell us more specifically about the um, about the product and um, yeah. So you know what yeah. you've mentioned the insects there. What 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 insects are in it and yep. You know, yeah. Yeah. What what research did you do? How did you get to that point with the with the product? Yeah. So um, did a ton of research um, because developing a product that was nutritious wanted to make sure that it was actually going to work uh -huh. so worked with the university of chester to help develop a, a nutritional um, product that was actually going to help be high in uh, protein and help you recover from from exercise um, what is really good about insects and crickets specifically is that they are really like a, a little superfood package um, built for athletes. So not only are they high in protein, so they have twice as much protein in as beef, for example. Mm -hmm. They're also high in vitamin B12, which you need for cell connectivity um, to make sure that you're getting enough energy into your body. Um, so they've got five times more vitamin B12 than beef. Um, they're really high in antioxidants, so more than orange juice. Um, iron, they've got loads of iron in there as well. Um, and on top of all of that, they're prebiotic. So that means that they are very gentle on your stomach. Um, and so you shouldn't get any of the issues that you might get, for example, if you're um, consuming a whey base drink. Um, yeah. Powder. Yeah. So I, I, I've used whey product protein in the past. So what, what's strip this back for me? What what is whey protein versus what's in your product then? And sure, because that because you can get you, I, you can get gut issues with um yeah. With, with, uh, yeah, I, and you know what? I mean, that happened to me as well. So whey is actually a waste product of cheese making. So it's from cows, from dairy, from milk. Mm -hmm. um, 
And I mean, it's a fantastic product, you know, it dominates uh, the protein um, market and lots of brands use it and lots of people consume it with no issues whatsoever. But um, a significant minority, uh, and I'm one of those as well, um, actually consume whey protein and it has a really unfortunate side effect. I mean, it doesn't make you feel very well. Um, and I'm not lactose intolerant, dairy allergic or anything like that. Um, I think it's just just whey, just the concentration of whey. Um, and that just really has an unfortunate side effect. So when I started you know, talking to people about this idea, I was amazed at the number of people that said, yeah, they also had problems eating or drinking whey based products. So finding a, a different solution uh, is really important here. Um, and, and that's really what we've done with crickets. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hey, just before we dig in a little bit more about crickets and how they're more sustainable, how, how important is protein supplementation for um, runners and endurance athletes? Can, can, can they not get it from their food? Do they need a supplement? It is really important. It helps you recover. No, and I mean, there's that old adage, isn't there, that you can't out-train bad nutrition. So, yeah. you you know, and I think, you know, so as you get older and as you do more uh, events, more exercise, more training, mm -hmm. you need to make sure that you're actually eating the right stuff to help you recover. And that's where sports supplements can really help. Um, something like a protein shake is really good because you've got the hydration in there and you'll have a high, high protein in there as well. And that's good for you know, building back the muscle fibers that are broken down whilst you've been doing your exercise to build them back stronger to help you train harder and recover quicker, quicker so that you can keep going. Um, uh -huh. That's the thing here. It's about actually keeping you going to keep training, to keep achieving your goals, um, getting the times that you want with the events that you're doing. Okay, cool. Um, so how is using crickets more sustainable? I know you mentioned that was important at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Along with the nutrition, you know, you've got to have a product that's going to work for you here. Um, the sustainability element is important. And particularly, you know, for for runners, you know, obviously we're outside when we're running um, most of the time. So yes, you know, we might be training in the gym, but we'll be outside doing our events. And so you're kind of connected with what's going on in the natural world. Um, mm -hmm. So sustainability is really important. And the great thing about crickets is right now, they're probably um, the most sustainable source of protein uh, on the planet. So just comparing it again to, to whey, um, you know, that obviously uh, goes through a process but comes from cows. Cows um, obviously eat grass in the summer and then normally are fed with um, soy, which is often grown in South America. And so we can see the destruction that happens to the rainforest there. 
Um, and that's that's a real issue. Um, we need to do something about that. So crickets also have very low um, amount of land that they require. You know, being being insects, they like to kind of swarm together. So that means that you can get a lot of uh, kilograms of protein per um, meter squared compared to uh, other forms of uh, protein. They re don't require much land. Uh, they don't require much water. Um, they only produce one gram of greenhouse gas um, per kg of protein compared to um, whey which is uh, 3,000 um, grams. So you can see that the order of magnitude is, is completely different. They just require a whole lot less of everything, um, yeah. which is good for us. And then yeah. when you compare that to, to crops, the big thing here is they don't really require much input, so they don't require fertilizer. Um, and you know, the associated pollution that that often incurs um, but also they don't require much land and land is something you need to grow crops. So again, they're a very sustainable option. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, how long does it take you to produce this product from start to finish then? And, and um, what was the, give us a bit of a flavour of the journey you went through? Cause you mentioned you worked with Chester University. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I was counting up the other day the number of formulas that we went through, um, and it was 97 um, to actually get the one that we launched with. Um, when you're launching or developing products with a new ingredient type, uh, you need to do a lot of research. You, know, you need to make sure it's safe, make sure you comply with all the legislation, and then you need to be able to deliver your nutritional goals and then work on something that's going to have a great taste profile. Um, so those are things take time, which is why we ended up doing so many different formulations. Our crickets are actually farmed in the UK, so they don't have to travel very far. Um, that's really good because lots of crickets are farmed in Southeast Asia, so you obviously incur the, the carbon for bringing that over to the UK. Um, we actually manufacture our protein powders in the UK as well. So we've kind of kept everything local, really. Mm -hmm. And it's all to um, food safety standards applicable to the UK. So no one has to be concerned or worried about that. Um, mm -hmm. And it's ethically done. Um, you know, we, we process them um, and we keep them healthy. Uh, so, you know, there's really, hopefully, uh, no real concerns about, uh, about how we use our crickets. Mm -hmm. So what, um, give me an example of the differences between these 97 different types that you yeah, have. Yeah, sure. So... Um, one of the things about crickets, because they're new, you kind of need to learn how to use them, like any ingredient, you know, what can you mix yeah. it with? Um, because on their own, um, you want to make them as tasty as possible. Um, so we put in them in a shake, 
that you then obviously mix with water. And so that's, you've got to learn how to add other ingredients to them to be able to combine to make a tasty shake. And so mm -hmm. that, takes, that takes some doing. And then on top of that, it's hitting the nutritional goals you want. Um, yeah. we, we didn't want to add any sugar, so there's no added sugar with our products. Um, we also just wanted clean uh, ingredient deck. So it's just dead easy to see what ingredients are in our um, product. Um, yeah. Whereas when you look at lots of competitor products out there, you know, they'll have a very large ingredient deck and you're never really too sure what's happening over there mm -hmm. and what, what effect it's having on your body. So it's really because we set our, yeah. our standards of having a clean ingredient deck with minimal uh, numbers of ingredients and the nutritional goals that we wanted that took so long for us to, to develop. Yeah. Okay. I am... Um... I can remember reading a book. It was a long. It was must have been ten years ago plus now. Um, called the damage done, and it was. Um, I, mean, I was trying to think what it was called as you were speaking then, because you, you you triggered it. When you said about it being a superfood, and it was about an Australian man who was in a Bangkok prison. Right. Um, but he spoke about how nutritionally they were doing fed that well within this prison system, and he spoke about how the local prisoners would eat the insects that were in the cells because they knew that they were nutritionally good and, <laughs> and he, he did it as well and it actually yeah, a lot of the international prisoners wouldn't fare so well because they, they wouldn't eat them and they would get nutrition from them um yeah i can yeah, totally, <laughs> totally imagine that joe yeah. um i mean you know, we're actually in the minority in the West, not eating insects. Most mm -hmm. of the world eats insects as part of their diet. So it's nothing kind of unusual. And if you have ever been on holiday in Thailand, you you probably have come across insects, um, you know, in the street food there. You mm -hmm. know, it's very common. Um, it's almost nothing unusual, really, which is a bit of a shame. But um, yeah, for most people, um, insects are a, a great uh, nutritional food. Yeah. Do, do you think that's um, something that you'll need to overcome with this? That like that cultural, <laughs> that cultural thing about eat, having an insect and 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 yeah, go on, answer that one first. I've got another question. Yeah, you know what, Joe? I mean, we're probably lots of people when we're talking about this and we're thinking about eating insects have probably got you know. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here on their mind, you know, um, and kind of all that, that yuckiness that goes with it. Well, you know, for, so I'm sure that that is an issue. Um, but let me just reassure everyone, you know, the way we've uh, processed our crickets into our shake has meant that actually you don't see any body parts at all. You know, they're, they're processed into a fine powder. Um, so then it's, it's very easy to mix them with other fine powders to create a protein shake that you can, can drink easily after, mm -hmm. uh, after exercise. So yeah, there, there's nothing recognizable there, um, in what we're doing. So yeah, you just, I think it's just a kind of education and reassurance thing right now. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
I, I saw on your um on your Facebook it, it there was a, an image which said that for every tugboat there's a one meter squared of habitat is saved. What, what can you tell me about that? Yeah, well, again, you know, this is kind of part of giving back a little bit. Um, so for every, we've teamed up with the World Land Trust. Um, now they're a charity which work with uh, local charities to save threatened uh, habitat. Um, so the deal we've done for every tub that we sell, we donate to them so that they're able to to save a square meter of threatened habitat. And that's mm-hmm. much, much better than just going out and creating a, you know, and planting more trees, because these are um, environments, these are habitats which already have animals in um, and are already really full of biodiversity. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the sort of saving habitat that you want to do. Um, as good as planting trees is, you know, this this is better. So teaming up with these guys has been been great because we've been able to see what we've actually been able to accomplish um, in our short time as a as a business. Okay. Do, uh, what else do you think the industry can do? So you know, obviously we're running, but you know the endurance sports market do you, in terms of sustainability. Have you got any? Well, yeah. I mean, I think there's loads of things that we could do. Um, You know, if you're a runner and you've been doing a marathon, for example, you'll be well aware of the litter, um, you know, that is created by doing a marathon, not only from water bottles, but also, you know, gummies and hydration pouches and all the rest of it. So there's things that we can do as an industry to reduce that. Um, And so fixing packaging is going to be a key thing um and that but that's a difficult challenge so then looking at the ingredients that we're using to make sure that they're developed in a sustainable way and that people can actually identify what is in the product so that they can see whether what effect it has on them Um, i think that's really important so you can get you want to focus on the nutritional angle as well as the sustainability Do you um do you have further products in the pipeline? Can I expect to be buying termite bar snacks when I go for a pint? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, we do. Um, so yeah, as you can imagine, you know, we've got a few other flavours in the pipeline. Um, but uh-huh. yes, we are working on a on a bar, on a high protein bar. Um, so fingers crossed that will come out um, in the summer. Um, mm-hmm. We're actually going to. Put that on kickstarter have you heard of kickstarter joe yes yeah i have yeah yeah so we're going to do that um in a couple of months time so we're just Mm -hmm. finalizing uh the ingredients and the kind of nutritional profile um and making sure we've got the packaging right because we don't want to be one of those brands which is just left on the floor um like so many others are do do, do you think there'll be more insect-based products do you think there'll be a you know a, a cultural shift with things like this in the future or because you, you, like you say if so much of the rest of the world already eats them is that something or, or not yeah i do actually um i think it for a couple of different reasons i think because first of all people are looking for new stuff all the time 
So, um, you know, well, think back to the 60s, being, being a vegan or a vegetarian was an odd thing. You know, when corn started, that, that was odd. Um, and now, you know, people are, don't see that as odd. You know, having a plant-based diet is common. You know, people won't question that. So things change in food, uh, in the food industry. Um, and I also see the challenges that we've got as a society. Um, you know, there's climate change, which is happening. Um, that, for me, is not something that's happening in the future. It's happening right now. Um, so the choices we make will impact that. Um, and it's just really helping people and guiding people to make those right choices because we have the technology to, to do that now. And then on top of that, you know, all the forecasts from the UN and all the rest of it are showing that we're going to need 70% more food than we have right now um, by 2050 um, to feed our growing population. And where's that going to come from? You know, if we carry on doing what we're doing, well, there's not going to be a world to go running in. Yeah. It's a harrowing thought, isn't it? It is really, isn't it? I mean, you know, running is so important for lots of people, especially now, you know, during lockdown. You know, it's the one time where you can actually get out. Um, it helps you so much from a mental health point of view. Um, lots of people find that. I know I do. Um, so it would be a real shame if something happens to that, to say the least. Tim, where can, um, where can our listeners follow you and interact with you and give us your website and all that kind of stuff? Please? Yeah, sure. So we're, we're an online brand. So you can absolutely follow us on all the social media platforms, all the good social media platforms. Um, we've got our website, proteinrebel.com. Uh, and we're also for sale on Amazon as well. Um, so just look for Protein Rebel on Amazon um, and you'll find us. So Great. Thank you very much for coming on, Tim. It's been good to chat. Very interesting stuff. Thank you. Great. No problem at all, Joe. Great to be here. Thanks for the invite.